morning, uh, we are continuing the same thought that we were dwelling upon last week called growth. So we are basically converting that growth topic as a sermon series called growth. Amen? I think it's, it's quite some time now since we had a sermon series. So probably we thought, you know, this may be a good sermon series for to take us through a couple of uh, weeks as we go forward. So this morning, we are going to consider the six stages of planned life cycle to guide us through this sermon. So if you can put that slide in, in the screen right now. So as you see in the picture, any planned growth has six life cycle stages as we see there, number one, do you see that? Can you read? Number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, number six. Very good. Germination. Germination is the beginning of any growth. It's a beginning of plants life where seeds start to sprout. So that is what is germination. Seedling, seedling, seedling is during the seedling stage, the plant really establishes, you know, its life, its root goes so deep into the ground and it starts bringing a couple of leaves. Leafy growth, as the plant continues to grow, we see leaves growing as well as branches coming out of the plant. And it, the focus is mainly to absorb more sunlight and more nutrition from the ground so that you know, the, the, the leaves can do what it can do, known as what? What the leaf does? Come on, what the leaf does? Photosynthesis, so to generate enough food for the plant. And next stage is known as budding stage. Budding stage is the stage where we see small buds starting to come out of the plant. And flower is the stage where the plants produce beautiful blossoms. You know, we all love flowers, right? So we all love to enjoy, especially children love to pick those flowers and play with the flowers. And harvest is the time where the plants, fruit and seeds are just ready for collection. So there are six, how many? Six life cycle stages of the plant. And this morning we are using this life cycle because this is very well known to us. And we are going to make use of this plant life cycle to understand what God wants to tell us regarding concerning growth. So last week we talked about growth in general. Growth is commonly found in any living organism. Any, anything that lives, what? It grows. So there are three things that we talked about. If any of you remember, any of you take notes here? Can I see your hands? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Good, not bad. Thank you. Thanks for doing it. So that, that, that really gives me a motivation to preach this morning. So there are, we are talking about three, we talked about, in fact, last week we spoke about three different things. If any of you remember, what is number one? Growth is expected. Number two? Growth is painful. Number three? Growth is joy. Very good. I would like to preach more to you this morning. And today, we are going to talk about germination, number one stage of the plant growth. So this morning, I would like to title my sermon as Growth Germination. So germination is, the when, is, is, the, is when the seed 
first becomes active from its dormancy. We don't know how long the seed was in dormant state. But germination is the first time the whole process of planned growth starts. Are you with me this morning? I mean, I'm just trying to do as easy as possible, as simple as possible, so we all of us can understand. So germination is basically triggered by a specific soil condition, a specific moisture condition, as well as a specific temperature condition. If all these things, when the, these three things come together, that's where we see germination starting. So during germination, basically what happens is, water is absorbed by the embryo and it starts swelling. The cells, in fact, the internal cells, they start expanding and they push the root to down. They also push the shoots above the ground level. So that's what happens during germination and that is known as, you know, that state eventually is known as seedling. So that's what happens during germination. It's a very simple process where, you know, roots are pushed down so deep and the shoots are pushed up. And when you see a plant that is germinating, you see, you know, kind of, you know, small bud kind of thing coming out of the ground. And then that's what we say, it's, the plant is germinating. So germination talks about, tells us many different things that are going on beneath the surface of the earth, under the ground. And germination also has what is happening under the ground, it also has many spiritual significance. And that's, what we, that's where we want to draw our strength this morning. That's what we want to listen to God this morning speaking to us. The potential that the seed carries inside the patience with which the seed has been waiting inside the ground. The environment that is so conducive for the seed growth, for the seed to germinate. The seed's ability to break open the hard shell as it shoots its tenders out. The unseen growth that happens beneath the surface. And also we are going to talk about the new generation, the new thing that is going to come out from the ground. How many of you can say the six things that I said just now? Anybody can say that? No. So we'll talk more about it. What is growth? Can you just put the next slide, please? Growth is, can you read with me? Growth is not always how tall, how big, or to which level. Growth is the positive impact or change that we are able to make within us, around us, and in others. What is growth? Can you read out loud for me just one more time? What is growth? Everybody, growth is? Not always how tall we are, how big we are, or to which level we have grown. Growth is the positive impact that we make in our own lives and in others as well as around us. That's what is growth. So growth begins for a seed at a phase, at a stage known as germination. Number one, the potential that seed, the seed carries inside of, our, inside of it. The seed that is buried under the ground, it has tremendous potential. In fact, inside the seed, inside the tiny little seed, there is enough potential to bring out a 300 feet tall tree. Can you ever imagine? The seed is having a high potential inside. The seed of a giant redwood tree, one of the largest trees in the world, a giant redwood tree. The seed of giant redwood tree is slightly smaller than your nail size. 
the size of your nail but that seed has a higher potential tremendous potential inside of it to bring out a tree that is 300 feet tall can you ever imagine we are talking about the potential that that seed carries inside it when God placed that little seed inside the fruit of the tree he knew what is going to come out can I hear an amen this morning if you are following me very closely this morning, you understand my message, what I'm trying to tell you this morning. If God has placed that seed inside the fruit of the tree, he knew very well what is going to come out. You know, when you and I were placed as a seed in the womb of our mother, God knew very well what is going to come out. It is not the strange thing, the child that is born to you today, you know, he, he, may, not be, he may not look like the way you expected him or her to be, but God knew very well. When the seed was placed in the womb of the mother, God knew very well. Proverbs 18, 16 says, can you read with me the beautiful scripture? A man's gift makes room for him. What, what does it say? Can you read again? A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. Did you understand? Can you read that again? I know you didn't understand. The way you look, you didn't understand. Read that again. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men what does it say bible says you and i have a great gift inside of us and that gift is a gift is able to bring us before great men that simply means the gift that god has already kept inside of us is capable of bringing us to a greater level, level in our lives. This morning I want you to listen what I'm going to talk about. So don't let anyone or any thought to influence you and try to make you to become something else than what originally God created you to be. Did you get that? Do not make, do not allow any human being or any thought to influence you and try to make you something different than what God already thought you would be. Because God is the one who created you. Not human being, not the will of the, will of the father, not the will of the mother, but according to the desire of God, even though they are involved in your creation, in the procreation. But it is God who kept the seed inside the womb of your mother. There is a huge potential according to this scripture you and i have greater gift to go and stand before great men you know today many times when we think about our own life you know we walk just in this way hanging our heads down why we think that you know something that we want in our lives is not happening but you know if you believe the word of god god's word says and you and i have greater gift inside of us and that can bring us and put us and make us to stand before great men Every day we see everything is growing. Everything is growing around us. Some are growing wiser. Some are growing stronger. <clears throat> you have seen people go, out, go, to the, go to the gym every day morning. How many of you go to the gym? One? Just one person? Just one? Two? Two? Good. Very good. Anybody else? No girls go to gym? Gym? You go? Yes? Are you, yes? No? Yes? Okay. Good. So one, three, 
But you are a little shy to tell that outside, right? Just, just feel proud of it, yeah. Some are growing stronger, some are growing wiser. Some are growing in faith in God. Every day, day by day. I'm talking about growth that is happening around us. Some are growing more intelligent. Some are growing in our confidence. And all of us are growing older. Yes? All of us are growing older. But at times without realizing the potential that is inside of us. I'm bringing the seed in front of you, the picture of the seed in front of you this morning, just to tell you that how, how much potential that little seed has. I think it was Dr. Miles Munro, the Bohemian preacher. <clears throat> this is what he said, if you can put that in the screen. Can you read with me? Beautiful quote. The wealthiest, read with me out loud. The wealthiest people in the world is in where? Symmetry. It's full of books that were not published Ideas that were not harnessed, songs that were not sung, and drama pieces that were never played. Wealthiest people in the world are in symmetry. You know, God had created you and me with a purpose, for a purpose on the face of this earth. This morning, God has given you so much potential that you have a book inside of you. You don't believe but the days will come you will believe you have a book inside of you you have a song inside of you we had a beautiful song this morning is that your song <laughs> you sang that song right amen okay but you have a song inside of you have you ever tried to bring that song out no? Yes? No? Will you try? Will you try that out? You have a song inside of you. Do you believe that? Yes. We have a song inside of us. We have a book inside of us. We have a play inside of us. But we never sang that song in our life. We never wrote that book in our life. We never played that drama in our life. And God wants you to bring that out. Have you ever realized the song that we sing today this morning, four different songs we sang? Whoever wrote that song, if they would not have written that song, will you be able to sing that song today? We don't have that. You know, sometimes we think that these are all not the call of God's in my life, and I don't want to do this, I don't want to get into these areas, because that's not for me, that's what we say, but God's word says, you have enough gift inside of you, that with that gift you can go and stand before great men, what does it mean? Today we have a beautiful book, and we dwell on the book for years after years, reading that book, if someone would not have written that book, if today you don't have that book in your hands. You know, this morning God wants us to realize the potential that we have inside of us. And you know, when we look for it, it will come. When we sit for it, when we desire it, when we set your mind towards it, you will be able to do it. You have all the thoughts that is required to put together, but you don't discipline yourself. If you discipline yourself and put everything in a paper and start writing, it will come. You have enough capability to write articles, to write blogs, and to do many things. To bless somebody, to glorify the name of the Lord, and to show the world, this is how God has created me. That itself is a wonderful testimony. To stand before people and tell, this is how 
God has created me. I'm so gifted. I'm so gifted. God has created me. You know, children of God, we need to just start thinking something different. We need, to, we need to just reset our mind so that we will be able to understand what God has kept in store for us. Number two, the patience that is required for the seed. We are talking about the phase, number one phase of germination of the plant. A seed knows very well how to wait. A seed is so patient that it is willing to wait for any number of years. Most of the seeds, they have to wait at least for one year before they germinate, before they are used, before they are sown. A cherished seed, have you seen cherry seed? Can wait for 100 years before it can be used really to plant, to germinate. There are many seeds that are capable of staying such a long time, but there is life inside the seed. Do you believe that? Is there life inside the seed? Yes, there is life inside the seed. A seed is alive while it is waiting. When we walk into the beautiful forest, we always look up. Tall trees, we always look up and we see life everywhere. But we fail to realize we trample over certain things on, on certain objects underfoot. The seeds, the acorns, and all those kind of things, we never realize that there is life there too. There is life there too. Seed knows how to wait patiently. Growth requires us to wait. Growth requires us to wait and, and wait for the right time. When the environment is right, adequate sunlight, temperature, and the right soil, and moisture, the seed knew very well it's time to grow it's time to grow you know when god brings us into a right atmosphere when god brings everything right in our lives you and i need to realize that it is time to grow otherwise we will miss that opportunity god wants us to know that growth is required for all of us can you read one scripture james chapter 5 verse 7 Therefore, can you read with me? Therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and later rain. Farmer does everything that is required for the seed to germinate and the plant to come out. <coughs> and then he waits. Then he waits. Then he waits patiently. Growth requires us to constantly invest, constantly put our effort into wherever we are trying to go and growth expects us to wait until it comes. You know, we may not see the result immediately. You know, somebody who wants to pray more and you know, they struggle initially to pray. They want to go grow and come up in their, grow, in the, in their prayer life, but they are unable to pray. They are unable to even pray for five minutes. And when we try to pray, you don't even get the concentration. You don't get the focus. But you know, that doesn't mean that we should leave prayer and say that okay, prayer is not for me, it's for somebody else. We need to still focus. We need to still try. It may be one minute. It may be two minutes. It may be three minutes, five minutes. Whatever we can do, we can just start doing it and we'll see the growth coming on the way. Remember, God only can give the increase. And we need to plant. And we need to water. That's what the Bible says. Right? Paul plants and Apollos waters and God gives the increase. 
And we need to do our job of planting and watering and nourishing. You know, whatever we try to do plant for the plant in order for the seed to germinate and come up as a plant. You know, God wants us to do it for our own lives. May it be in our ministry, may it be in our education, may it be in our career, may it be in our spiritual life, may it be in our family life. God wants us to continue to sow, continue to put the effort, continue to wait on the Lord until the growth comes. Amen. You know, this morning we are trying to learn from the little seed that is germinating. Number three, the environment that is required for the seed to sprout. The right environment that is required for the seed to sprout. As seeds require the right environment, including the sunlight, the right temperature, the moisture, and the right soil for the seed to sprout, God expects us to be in the right environment. Can you say right environment? God wants us to be in the right environment where we can grow. You know, for us to be grounded and rooted in the word of God, we need to be in a church that teaches the word of God. Amen. For us to be rooted in the prayer life, we need to be rooted. We need to be in the church where people pray together. For us to just be involved in the ministry, we need to be rooted in the church where we people minister. We need to be in the right environment where God can bless us. Amen? You know, sometimes we feel that we are not in the right environment, even in our work situation. How many years, how many times we feel that we, may not, we are not in the right environment? Because that environment doesn't benefit us. That environment doesn't help us to grow. That environment really doesn't help us to learn anything new because we end up in doing the same thing over and over again. And God wants you to realize that environment that's not conducive, the environment not, that is not helping you. And God wants you to move away to find the right environment where you can grow. It's exactly like a tree that is planted in the side of the water. That's what the Bible says. Can you read it? Uh, Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 7 and 8. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. Verse 8. For he or she shall be like a tree planted by the waters. Right environment which sp sp spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes but its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. God wants you and me to be planted in the right environment. It is important to make our environment right. You know, someone says, if you, do, if you get up in the morning and you try to find the right environment where you can be, but if you don't find it, you just make that right environment. You make, make that environment where you can grow where it is helpful for you. It is very important to grow, to create a right environment, growth environment where we can grow. You know, for that to happen, we need to, for example, think about our children. We need to give them the right environment in our house where they can grow. I remember <clears throat> in my childhood days, all that we could see when you enter into the house is shelves, bookshelves after bookshelves. My dad made it a point that, you know, each one of us, three of us, we all need to read books. I mean, that time, that time it was secular books. That's what we were reading when we were growing up. But you need to read a book still. You need to complete some few books. You know, they're all bound and then they're all kept organized, well arranged. They were trying to give us growth environment. What do we give for our children? 
We need to give growth environment for our children to grow. In other ways, they are not going to grow. They are going to grow in their own things. Do you motivate them? Do you encourage them to grow? We must be surrounded with the people who are growing. That's very important. If the church that is not growing, not really talking about the size what we see, but then, you know, you know the, in overall, if the church is not growing, then we will also not grow. Then there is no point in sticking to that same church which is not growing. So we need a growth environment where we can grow. You know, if others are growing, if you are growing, that really motivates me to grow. Am I right? If somebody else is growing, that really motivates me. If somebody else is praying, you know, so powerfully, you know, I want to pray in that way. Somebody is able to preach well. When I look at some of the great preachers, you know, I really long, can I do it that way? And I know what are, what are the hindrances that I have within me that I can't even achieve that, but still I long for that. We need to be surrounded. You know, many times that's my motivation. Many times that's my motivation. So what motivates you this morning that we can grow? Do we have a growth environment in your workplace, in your home? Do you have that? Do you really enjoy? And do you provide that environment for your children so they can grow? If they don't pick it up now, right now, it's going to become very difficult. You need to provide them even when they are so little, so young. So young, just provide them the right growth environment. We need to be surrounded with people who encourage us. We need to be surrounded with people who motivates us. Number four, let's move further. The seed's ability to break the barriers. The seed that is buried inside the ground is capable of breaking even the hard shell. You know, some of the shells, even if you find it even difficult to break, to take the seed inside, seed out of the shell. Such a hard shell. But seed has the ability to break those hard shells. During germination, a seed must break open the hard shell to shoot its tenders. And where that strength comes, where that power comes, it is the power that seed has inside of us. In the same way God had created you with the same strength and with the same power to break open all the obstacles that you may come across in your life. I just want to give you one example. There are many scriptures. The kind of growth that God wants to bring in our lives. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 19. I want you to read with me in this with this understanding of growth, which you would have never done. Isaiah 43, 19, behold, I will do, can you read with me? I will do a new thing, now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and desert and streams or rivers in the desert. So what are those two barriers the scripture is talking about? Number one? Wilderness, that's right. Number two? Desert. So there are two barriers the scripture is talking about. Wilderness and the desert. So God is talking about God's ability to break open these barriers so that the blessing will come forth. You know, this is very true in our lives. We need to apply this in our lives. What are the barriers that God is talking about? Wilderness is a barrier 
or people who want to travel to the other part of the wilderness where great business is happening. For people who want to do business, they are unable to cross over the wilderness because they are unable to go there and do their business because this wilderness is a great problem, great barrier. Desert is a great barrier to receive water for the cultivation that is supposed to happen in the other side of the desert. So road is not there and there is no river for the water to flow. It's blocking the blessings in your life and my life. And God is saying that, shall you not know it, I will even make a road in the wilderness and reverse in the desert. That simply means God will break open those closed doors in our lives so that we will be able to reach where God wants us to be blessed. It may mean different things to you, but just get from the word of God. See, growth in the other side, and there is a barrier in between. We see growth in the other side, but we see a barrier in between. Lot of business opportunities are there on the other side, but there is what? There is a wilderness. There is no road. It's not connected. People are unable to go over and do the business and lots of opportunity for cultivation in the other side. But we see a great desert. And unless water flows through the desert, unless we get the water to the other side, cultivation cannot happen. And the barriers are the wilderness and the desert. And what are those barriers in your life? And in my life, God wants us to understand when we talk about growth this morning, what are those barriers? Unbelief. Unbelief, we are unable to believe God. For many times, for many things to happen, we look for signs. We look for signs. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says, what is faith? What is faith? Any of you remember the definition? Very good. It's all right. Whatever you say. <laughs> so, you know, what is faith basically? It is the evidence of things that are not seen. The evidence of things that are not seen, that is what is faith. The things that we hope for and the evidence of things that are not seen in our lives yet. That is what is faith. So what are those barriers in your life and my life? The little seed, it's capable of breaking open the hard shell to come out and that realize at some point of time in its life that it is a barrier. There is no point in hanging around inside the soil, under the shell. There is no point in sitting and dreaming forever and ever. This morning it is the right time that I need to break open my shell and start doing something else different. Amen? You know, God wants you and me to realize this. He doesn't want to come and sit and go for years after year. He wants us to do something different. It may be our unbelief, it may be our limiting beliefs. The low self-esteem that we carry in our lives. At times we think in this morning all that God is trying to tell you is He has put a greater gift in your life. And He wants you to activate that gift that God has given you. That will make you to stand before men. Many times we are ignorant of our potential. Many times we are dwelling on the failure. Many times we are only limited ourselves to the comfort zone. We don't want to come out and do anything. You know, somebody said, when you are out of your comfort zone, 
that's where your learning starts until then you are not learning is it getting is it getting into you this morning what i'm saying until then we are not learning anything new every sunday morning when i come and preach and go i'm not really I mean, of course i'm learning as i prepare but then i'm not learning anything more and god wants us to do something with which we he has created us with which the potential the ability with which god has created us see the ones it gets in touch with the right surroundings it breaks open the, all the barriers what are those terror barriers in your life and my life and god wants us to break those barriers so that we will be blessed amen amen finally the unseen growth that's not final we have one more the unseen growth that is happening beneath the surface when the seed is sown and the farmer is waiting for the seed to germinate how many weeks it takes on an average anybody on an average seed it takes how many how many days or how many weeks okay nobody has done anything with the seed <laughs> every seed is different that's why it's an average <laughs> on an average it takes two weeks right one week to two, one week to two weeks maybe 10 days it takes some time until then what is happening there is an unseen growth happening underneath you know this has greater spiritual significance you know there are many things i'm able to think but i just want to share one thing at least with you this morning god wants much growth to happen where where are you with me this morning inside look at me just look at me you know don't feel just look at me and speak to me you know that's how we can learn so god wants much growth to happen where inside of us can you say inside god wants much growth to happen inside of us so when the seed is growing beneath the surface under the surface the growth is not visible immediately but what the growth has to happen where beneath under the surface can you read with me romans god wants us to grow much growth to happen inside of us romans chapter 12 2 can one of you read out loud one of you just one of you read out loud so god is talking about growth that's supposed to happen inside of us where inside of us inside our mind in our mind just listen to me this morning god wants us to have growth that is happening a renewal that is happening a transformation that is happening inside of our mind you know we know that mind is a very difficult entity to control mind is the most powerful thing and it is very hard to control and god wants us to bring growth in our mind in our mind before we see growth outside God wants us to see growth inside. You know, it, it means different, many different things to many of you. This is what I have just put a couple of them. Spiritual growth or growth inside of us has to change the pattern of our thinking, has to change the inner attitude of our mind and try to align those things with the will of God. Are you with me this morning? Is it tough? So God wants us to wants change to take place inside of us the pattern which with which we think you know some of us have the same pattern of thinking we 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 are unable to come out of that thinking you know you know what i'm talking about 
We always get into that pattern of thinking. And that world pattern of thinking, and our inner attitude, God wants us to grow such that those things are aligned with the will of God. Are you with me this morning? That's what God expects us to grow. Spiritual growth, that's what is spiritual growth. Spiritual growth is not really the gift that we see today in our lives. Of course, gifts at times, they are the sign of the spiritual maturity, but that's not spiritual growth. Spiritual growth is not really how many hours we pray. Spiritual growth is not really how anointed we are. Spiritual growth is not really how much we are able to soak ourselves into worship. Listen to me very carefully. Spiritual growth is, listen to me, how big we are inside to accept a worst sinner that Jesus would accept. Spiritual growth or spiritual maturity is how big we are inside even to love someone who hates us, including your spouse. Spiritual maturity is, listen to me, this is very important. Spiritual maturity is to love somebody who is considered as the worst sinner. If Jesus is here, he would love. Spiritual maturity is love somebody who hates us. Do you have that heart? I don't have the heart at times. Why my spiritual maturity? What can I tell about my spiritual maturity then when I don't have that heart? You know, that's the way to measure our spiritual maturity. You know, this is tough. Praying is easy. Worshipping is easy. Singing songs and getting soaked in the anointing of the Holy Spirit is easy. But this is not easy. Churches don't teach this. We'll take the easy path, but this is what is easy. Easy. This is what is not easy. That's why many people ask us, you know, why don't you just do a worship service for eight hours? You know, people can get soaked in worship. It's all good. I know. I understand the good part of it. But people who are not even mature enough to even to take part in that worship, not even prepared there, they are struck down by the emotions of that worship. Do you know that? And they feel that they are grown spiritually. There is a false feeling of spiritual transformation. But when they go out, they go untransformed. They go home and pick up the same argument. Where is our spiritual maturity? It's good to worship God. Like morning Bhavana was leading us in a time of worship that is good to you know, connect ourselves with God. But that doesn't define our spiritual maturity. Are you with me this morning? Is it the right teaching you feel? Yes? No? I want an S, at least one S. Yes? Okay. And if we don't have that heart, if the repair has not happened inside of us, how do we measure our maturity? This transformation, the growth that we are talking about, that happens beneath the surface. That has to happen inside of us. That has to happen under the surface, which people don't see. That's where the growth is. What people see outside on the stage must be the maturity, the overflow of the growth that is happening inside of us. If that is not true, including me, I am faking myself in front of you. If that is not true, 
Are you with me? So God wants us to grow. The growth must happen inside. When the inner growth happens by taking. Last week we talked about not by drinking milk anymore. The inner growth can happen only by taking what? Solid food. What is that solid food? What you listen right now. What you listen right now. That is the solid food. The word of God is the solid food. The truth is the solid food. The purpose of God in our life is a solid food. Knowing the purpose of God, the call of God, the plan of God in our lives is a solid food. Not just seeing just within the four walls, having an eye to see outside what is happening is the, is the, is the solid food. We need the true, the deep conviction inside of us. Without that conviction, we can do anything outside. But what we need is the true transformation inside of us. I don't know how to define that. There should be an urge inside of us. As a family, we may pick up some fight between husband and wife. But once that is over, do you have a heart inside of us to understand she or he is also like me? She or he has all the expectations that I have in my life. She or he came with me, started living with me, thinking that there is some freedom to work with. There is some freedom to grow. There is some freedom to enjoy the life. Do we have that heart to give, to allow that to happen to somebody? Same thing is applicable with the sinners. Multiple times they fall into the same thing. Do you have a heart to accept them? Do you have a heart to forgive them? Do you have a heart? That shows our spiritual maturity. The moment you hide from somebody talking to avoid somebody, that doesn't show our spiritual maturity. God wants us to realize where the growth is, has to happen. We are talking about the germination of the seed that happens underneath finally the expectation of the new beginning. Germination gives an indication that there is something new is going to come. Amen? Something new, something beautiful thing is going to come out. Spiritual germination brings in new beginnings. Can you say new beginnings? How many times do we decide to make a fresh start? Right? Every, every year beginning, we make a decision to start do a fresh start okay let's forget everything last year i wanted to do this but then this, you know i couldn't do it for some reason but let me start eh? fresh how many times we say that but that's very true every time a seed is thrown in the ground and germination happens what we see is a beginning a new beginning this morning just want to give a couple of scriptures you know our god is a god of new beginnings can you say that with me our god is a god of what new beginnings god doesn't want us to dwell in our past God doesn't want us to dwell in our old traditional Christianity. God doesn't want us to dwell in our own, in our old, boring Christianity. God wants to do something new. Are you with me? New ideas. New technology. Make use of the technology to the greater extent possible. New technology. New people, how long I can stand here seeing the old, the same old face? You know, you're all good. I enjoy seeing you. But I'm just thinking about that. I want you to think about it. New beginnings, new learnings, 
new growth, new things have to come in our lives. In our lives. Germination tells us, you know, I want to just take you through a couple of scriptures just to give an idea how true that our God is a God of new beginnings. Isaiah chapter 43. We know the scripture. We don't go there now. I just read that. We know the scripture. We read that already. Isaiah 43, 19. Behold, I will do a what? New thing. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. New thing. God is saying that I will do a new thing. Lamentations chapter 3, 22, 23. Beautiful scriptures. Can you read with me? Everyone loves the scripture. Can you read with me? Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. Verse 23. They are new every morning. As seed germinates and a new shoot comes out, God's mercies are new every morning. If that mercy of God is not there every morning, you and I cannot get up from the bed. Every morning you just wait for that new mercy at the feet of God. He's the God of new beginnings. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. You remember when Jesus was buried in the ground? Three days after that, something new happened. Jesus rose from the dead. So new, so fresh, so new with the, with, 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 with the heavenly clothing. And she, he grew, rose from the dead. As it started a new beginning, gave a newness to not only his own life, even to our own lives. After we are gone, after everything is done, when everything gets over, we are going to open our eyes in the newness of life. Revelation. That's the reason God is preparing a new heaven and a new earth. Revelation chapter 21 verse 5. Can you read with me? Then he who sat on the throne said, what? Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, write for these words are true and faithful. God is a God of new things. This morning, God wants to bring something new in your life. As the seed germinates and bring a new plan, God wants to bring something new in your life. Germination tells, shall we all stand this morning as we summarize and we close the sermon this morning. Germination tells us the potential that the seed has inside of it. Germination talks about the patience with which, you know, the seed is waiting for so many years to germinate. The environment that is conducive for the seed to germinate. It talks about the seed's ability to break open all the barriers so that the tenders can come out seed also talks about germination also talks about the unseen growth that is happening beneath the surface the expectation of something new in your life and in my life shall we all close our eyes this morning mm -hmm.